They say that 90% of podcasts don't get past episode 20. And that almost happened here. One of the tricks that kept this little podcasty thing going? Milestones. So on this milestone of episode 50, let's talk about milestones. Dr. Ryan Strait, Assistant Professor at the University of Arizona, and this is The New Professor. of big ongoing project can be daunting, right? It can be exhausting. Sisyphean, almost. Think about a project launch, right? Something that has a decided upon end goal or a date or something that's being released. Those of you familiar with project management frameworks like Agile and whatnot know that you don't work on 100% of the project all at the same speed and actually expect that thing to get fully functional by the due date. People are in charge of and do the work on these things, and that's just not how people work. We need reminders that we're moving in the right direction. We need to celebrate wins, big or small. They keep us going, especially when we're not entirely sure if we're being completely effective, if our labors are being appreciated, or even if we're not sure of the viability of the thing we're doing in the first place. Remember, even failed startups and restaurants, for example, still had milestones to get where they were. Since not every milestone is a full-on project launch, we should probably recognize the variety of milestones that should be appreciated and celebrated. And as always, links to the resources used for this episode are in the show notes. So BrightHub Project Management suggests that there are four common types of milestones. First, there are phase transitions. And this is exactly what it sounds like, essentially. When you move from, say, a research-focused phase of the project to a design or development-focused phase, This is one of those phase transitions that's going to be different for every project because not everybody follows the same path, and rightfully so. Your milestones for your thesis are going to be different from the milestones on an app development project, for example. Next, rates of completion. Some projects don't have phases per se, but you know definitely do have measurable progress. Say you're trying to improve your 5K runtime. You don't really transition between phases there, but you could definitely chart your progress in some kind of measurable fashion, right? So you might say you're reaching a milestone of 75% of your goal time, and then 80% of your goal time, and so on. And this is one of those times having a kind of progress tracker, you know, comes in really useful. It goes a long way to keeping you motivated. Third, performance recognition milestones. So let's say you're working on a project in a support capacity, right? You're not hitting the commit button or signing off any any particular feature, but what if you're doing some quality control? For everything that's going out, it is your job to vet something or proofread or something like that. In that case, perhaps it's just the number of things that you've done that would be a milestone. Did you vet 25 releases? Great, milestone, take it. Fourth and finally, completion of a deliverable. Now this is what most people typically think of when they think milestone, right? You've released something, you've created something, you've produced something, you've put something out, into the world, then you'll typically go on to release the next in a series or the next version of that thing. Ironically, this can be one of the most difficult milestones to actually feel good about because they can be so far removed from one another or conversely, 
happen in such quick succession that the gravitas of the milestone start to just get kind of lost through pure frequency. The Muse suggests a number of what they call little milestones that you should be celebrating. Did you receive praise for something? Great, that's a milestone right there. It demonstrates recognition of the thing that you're doing. Did you speak up and make your voice heard where it may not have been heard otherwise? That takes courage a lot of the time. Count it. Did someone come to you for advice? Whether you believe it or not, that person thinks your knowledge and or opinion is worth listening to. You may not always feel like the expert, but don't let that stop you from counting that accomplishment. Did you figure out an extra efficient way of getting something done? That's a great milestone because it has so much payoff going forward, and that absolutely counts. Great, you're thinking. Now I know how to acknowledge the milestones I've passed, but how do I plan for them? And if there's one bit of advice that I could give in this, it's be realistic. And of course, this goes for a lot more than just project management. You know, Overpromising and underdelivering is never a good look, so be realistic about your goals and what milestones you may hit along the way. If you know you're not going to hit that time-based milestone in two weeks, call it now. Reimagine just what you realistically can get done and work toward that. Now, if this is a deadline that's been assigned by someone else and you can't really fudge that, like an assignment for class or something from your boss, you know, ask yourself, is the thing I'm imagining that I want to produce really what's being required? Be realistic about that. And assuming you've got a decent person for an instructor or supervisor, a little conversation with them about clarification probably couldn't hurt. Lastly, one of the best pieces of advice regarding milestones is learning to say no. The better you get at whatever you do, the more people will want to collaborate with you and bring you in on other things. And while this often feels great, it can mean stretching yourself way too thin to accomplish the things that that person probably appreciates about you in the first place. Don't do that to yourself or to others. I mean, sure, you at 50% is better than not having you there at all, but you have to think about how adding more and more spinning plates to your already full collection impacts the things that you have to do, those things that aren't ancillary or optional. Prioritize yourself. That said, yes, 50 episodes is definitely a milestone for any podcast, especially one like this that's you know, a labor of love, basically. I do everything on my own, from the web hosting to the research to the audio production, all of it. So when I have a little hiccup in the production schedule, like last time, I appreciate the understanding from all of you. Here's hoping in a couple years we'll be talking about milestones again, when that episode number rolls into the triple digits. And as always, thank you for listening to this little podcasty thing of mine. If you found it entertaining or informative or useful or some or all of the above, please do subscribe and rate it on the podcatcher of your choice, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or however you listen. And as always, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at NewProfCast, while show notes, transcripts, and more can be found on the website at thenewprofessor.com. Until next time.